Well, hey everybody, Pastor Steve here. Thank you for joining me uh, today as we look in 1 Kings chapter 22. And I want to, as you're opening your Bible there, encourage you to consider doing something. Um, online or here at the church, you can get a copy of uh, the kings of Israel, the northern kingdom, and the kings of Judah, the southern kingdom. And I encourage you to do that because as we're working our way through kings and chronicles and later in the prophets, you have all these kings. And, and it will say this king became king in the second year of that king. And also some of the kings have multiple names like, you know, James and Jim or Robert and Bob. So they had different names as well. And as you're reading these, these passages of scripture, it might be helpful for you to have a list of all the kings. This one is from Walk Through the Bible. So all you need to do is Google a list of Israel's kings and find one that lists the kings of Israel and the kings of Judah, the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom. And I think that might help you. This particular one from Walk Through the Bible has their names, the estimated years in which they reigned. Were they the son of the previous king or something else? How long they ruled? Were they good or bad in the eyes of God? How did they die? And where in the Old Testament do you find them uh, talked about? So just just a, an aid that might help you in our Bible study over the next uh, few weeks. <clears throat> now today, there's a lot in this chapter we could talk about. Uh, but I want to focus on one thing. And the story is that King Jehoshaphat, the, the king, the good king, godly king of Judah, pays a visit to Samaria, to Israel, the northern kingdom, and visits with Ahab, who was... <clears throat> excuse me, as you recall, a wicked king who uh, uh, did not walk with God at all, worship Baal, pagan gods, and so on. And uh, while there, uh, Jehoshaphat, um, he, he, he forms an alliance with Ahab, and Ahab asks him to, to take his army and join with the northern kingdom, Ahab's army, and attack Aram, or the Arameans the, the, in Damascus, part of what today we would think of as, as southern Syria. And um, Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, the godly king, says, well, let's get guidance from, from the Lord, from his prophets. And so <clears throat> Ahab, in chapter 22, verse 6, gathered prophets together, about 400 men, and said to them, shall I go to Ramoth-Gilead, which was, was an area where they were going to do battle, with the Arameans, or shall I refrain, not go? And they said, go up, for the Lord will give it into the hand of the king. Now, you have to remember, these were false prophets because the very first king of the north, Jeroboam, had established a false religion up there, remember? With you know their own places of worship, the, uh, got rid of the Levites and, and, and the priest of, of Yahweh, the God of Israel, created kind of a... Um, a copycat version of Judaism, and it was false, and they had these false prophets, and, and what they always went along with whatever the king wanted. Well, the, the, the godly king Jehoshaphat knows that, and so he said in verse 7, is there not yet a prophet of the Lord, capital letters, L-O-R-D, Yahweh, the, God, the true God of Israel, that we can inquire of him? And the king said <clears throat> in verse 8, there is one uh, that, we can, that, that, that is God's. He said, but in the middle of verse 8, but I hate him. I hate him because he does not prophesy good concerning me, but evil. In other words, he, he doesn't always tell me what I want to hear. But Jehoshaphat says, hey, we need to hear from him. And, and so Micaiah, this uh, godly prophet, tells them, 
Don't go to war. If you do, you're going to lose, and Ahab, you will die in the battle. Well, the long and short of it is they ignore what he says, and they go to war with the Arameans, with Aram, and Ahab dies. God has to rescue Jehoshaphat, and... um, It's just interesting, interesting to me because then in verse 29, they go to war even though God's prophet told them not to. And here's what's interesting to me. It doesn't surprise me that Ahab did this. He didn't listen to God anyway. But Jehoshaphat who, um, you know, walked after God and he's the one that asked for a true prophet of God. And the true prophet of God said, you'll lose the war. My question is, why did Jehoshaphat do it anyway? I mean, went into battle. He almost died. God had to rescue him. Ahab did die from a wound he suffered in the battle. And it got me thinking about how there are times in my life, and I would imagine in your life, when we want God's guidance, he gives it to us, and we ignore it anyway. Times when we know very clearly what Scripture says, and we do what we want anyway. What what is it about our nature? What is it about the power of sin? What is it about self-centeredness, if you will, rebellion against God even, that causes us to know exactly what God is saying and do the opposite, do what we want anyway? And, and every time that happens, every time we do that, it goes poorly. And Jehoshaphat is a, is a reminder that you can be a good person, a godly person, love God, seek God, and still disobey him. And maybe it would be helpful if today you took a moment to reflect on your life Ask the Lord, ask the Holy Spirit to show you, Lord, is there an area in my life right now, right now, where I am knowingly doing the opposite of what you have directed me to do? And while you have time to change, change. That's the word for today. I'll see you tomorrow.